Hey guys, it's Travis. I hope that you're having a great day. Hey, I got a call in a day or two ago from Shane at 318 Radio asking what is probably one of my favorite questions. And so I'm going to share his call in and then share my comments coming up next. So stay tuned. Hey Travis, this is Shane at 318 Radio. Just wanted to call in today. I've been meaning to call in for a few days and I'm kind of getting around with some of the stuff today. But just to say thanks for uh, for listening to some of our stuff and, and following us and to let you know that I really do enjoy what you put on here and, and, and hearing that message. And I, I have a question in regards to, to missions and I'm a youth pastor so uh, I'm always looking for more that we could do towards missions. You know we do uh, do a yearly like pledge and a goal and fundraisers for Speed the Light which is a missions organization. Um, what else do you think we could do as far as a, a small youth ministry um, without a lot of resources um, when it comes to missions? And I'd love to hear your answer on that. But thanks again. Hope you have a good day. Shane, it's Travis. Man, thank you so much for calling in and thank you for asking this question. It's probably one of my favorite questions. I'm going to address it in two parts. One part a little bit more philosophical and then after that on a little bit more practical side. So you mentioned at the end of your call-in, you said what more can we do as a small youth group with limited or little resources? So I've heard this question a lot. I've heard these comments a lot. And usually what I hear, uh, this may or may not be exactly what you were saying, so I don't want to be presumptuous, so I'll just repeat it back to you as I hear it. So what I'm hearing by saying we're a small youth group is we don't have what we believe to be a lot of people in our youth group or what you believe or, or you know maybe your pastor or, or whatever the case there is we just don't have a very big group whatever that number is that's oftentimes a comparison maybe your youth group's a hundred kids but that doesn't seem as big as a youth group of a thousand kids maybe your youth group is five kids and that doesn't seem as big as a youth group of 50 kids so that's first of all kind of a perception that we build oftentimes about any organization that we're a part of especially in church culture it seems to me that uh, we can be quick um, to kind of make comparisons of the size of our group or the size of our organization or the size of our church or the size of our of our youth group and then the second thing that you said is that we have uh, very few resources what I usually hear in that is, when someone says that to me, what they're usually saying is that they don't have a lot of money and that they think, okay, what it's gonna take to really have some sort of a big impact is a lot of people and a lot of money. If we had a big church, we had a big youth group, then we'd subsequently, obviously, have a lot of money and we could really um, you know, put something into that and, and that would make a, a big impact. Um, and those are very common questions and very common perceptions as it relates to churches and youth groups and organizations getting involved in missions. So the things that come to mind on this, number one, would be the story of Gideon. So Gideon starts off with this huge army, still not big enough to, to oppose his enemy. If I have the numbers correct in my head, I think it's around 40,000 people. Gideon starts with this big army and God says to him, you've got too many soldiers. You, if you go into battle with 40,000 soldiers and, and the opposing army, if I remember correctly, was still much, much larger than that, 
Uh, God says, if you go into this battle and you actually accomplish something, you're going to think that this was you who did this and not me. So, you know what, Gideon? You've got too many soldiers. So, you need to whittle that army down. And he whittles it all the way down to like 300 soldiers against, you know, tens of thousands upon thousands of, of the enemy. And they won. And they still won. And I think that that goes to show that the number of people with you, the number of kids in your youth group, I promise you, is not the determining factor as to how effective and what you guys can accomplish for the kingdom and specifically in world missions. Second to that, when you talk about resources, if what you are indeed saying is, we just don't have a lot of money, we'll do what we can, we're, we're generous, we're willing to give, we'll do what we can, we just don't have a lot of money because we're a small group. We have limited resources. Here's a, I want to share with you this story. So I have a friend named Virgil Amason. Virgil's a pastor up in Wisconsin. His whole city that he lives in is 1,300 people uh, where he where he pastors a church. He actually just retired from, from pastoring the church last year. He's been pastoring the church for 50 years. Last year, their church of about 100 people raised a half a million dollars for missions. 500,000 U.S. dollars for missions. That's like the second year in a row that they've crossed over the half a million dollar mark. And for years, it's been up in the multiple, multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars that they've raised for missions simply because they have made it a priority. They have made it a part of their church culture and have encouraged their people. And this is not like you know, okay, well, this is a 1,300 people from the white-collar community of of Wisconsin. It's all the wealthy people. This is a this is a blue-collar community, and they've raised over a half a million dollars two years in a row for missions. Okay, so the Bible says that if you're faithful with a little bit, I'll make you a ruler over much, or responsible for much. And so I think you're doing exactly the right thing. You guys have connected with the missions organization. You're doing a fundraiser for this missions organization every year. You're pledging an amount, I'm assuming from the whole church, but also certainly from your youth group. So here's our youth group. You know, that's that's obviously a, a or typically a smaller portion than the whole attendance of the church. And you guys are being faithful, doing what you can. So the other component is, the Bible says, it is impossible to please God without faith. So whatever it is that you guys think you can do, we can do this fundraiser every year. The challenge becomes, what are the things that God's put in your heart that you think you can't do, that you think you cannot do? Well, you know, we can do this fundraiser every year, but man, this organization that we're partnered with, they've got a, an orphanage or they've got a feeding program or they've got whatever program they've got going on and we'd love to kind of do something with that also or here's another missions organization or here's another missionary and we want to start supporting them and we'd love to be able to do that but we don't think we can although it's in our hearts to do it we just don't think we can that's where the faith comes in that says look we're doing what we can how do we push the envelope a little bit how do we start looking what is what is maybe beyond our means a little bit. I'm not talking about foolish giving and I'm not talking about impulsive giving. I do not agree with foolish or impulsive uh, giving, but I do agree with faith giving. I do agree with saying, God, you've put this other thing on our heart. 
you put this first thing on our heart and we've been doing that and now you put this other thing on our heart and we want to push forward with that with faith without letting the perception of our size or how much money we have get in the way we're gonna push the envelope with faith so you be faithful with what you've been given you start with a little God will make you real over much and number two you push the envelope with faith all right that's the philosophical part I'm gonna end this segment and we're gonna talk practical on the next segment okay couple practical steps I'm gonna give you three practical ideas uh, number one is gonna be teaching teaching and training you've got to teach people about the Great Commission about world missions um, you can you know consider doing a, a six-week or eight-week series or something like that you know I'm assuming you guys probably meet every week for the youth group block out six weeks out of the year block out the whole year if you want to you know Jesus felt the Great Commission was important enough that the very last thing he tells all of his disciples as he's ascending into heaven is oh yeah go and make disciples of all nations and teach them all the things that I've commanded you so it's like the Great Commission was the end-all be-all sort of capsulation of how I'm gonna send you guys out as disciples but that's a whole nother point but you can teach that so teaching your youth group about the Great Commission teaching your youth group about world missions teaching your youth group about other nations and other cultures and exposing them to other cultures you know you can assign let's say you got 10 kids in your youth group assign each one of them a nation and have them come do a report on that nation have them come bring like a food item from that nation and uh, you could do like a cultural night, you know, something like that where you're teaching people about other cultures, other languages, um, the sounds, you could play music from other languages, you know, from other cultures, and then teaching them from the Bible. Here's what the Bible says about world evangelism. Here's what the Bible says about world missions. Here's what the Bible says about Great Commission. So teach, teach, teach your kids what the Bible says about world missions. Number two would be exposure couple of practical ideas on exposure number one pray you've got to start praying for these other nations so as you're teaching your youth group hey let's look at you know let's look at the the Asian block okay we got China we got Japan we got Cambodia we got Thailand we got all these issues so let's start praying for these nations you've got Latin America I love Latin America that's where we primarily work you've got Mexico Guatemala Belize El Salvador Honduras Nicaragua Costa Rica and then down into South America pray for these in blocks okay and then ask your students uh, in your youth group as you're uh, praying over these various nations hey is it does one of these areas of the world really kind of touch your heart does one of these nations really touch your heart God will speak not only to you as the youth pastor God will speak to these young people in your uh, youth group and listen to what he's saying okay so exposure number one is pray number two under exposure I would tell you have a missionary come talk to your youth group let your youth group meet a missionary you guys are already connected with a missions organization speed the light has a representative from speed the light ever come to your youth group not the whole big church where everybody kind of gets to hear in the context of the adult setting but in the youth group itself ha have a missionary in regularly uh, to come and talk to your youth group and number three take your your youth group on a missions trip dude pack them up get them a passport pack their suitcase put them on an airplane and fly them to Honduras they need to go and see it and touch it and feel it and be a part so that this becomes real the reality is is that 
being a disciple and building the kingdom of God and sharing the gospel around the world is not just for adults. It's not just for adults. Young people can go on mission trips. My first mission trip that I was on, I was a teenager. I was 16 years old. I flew to Ireland by myself to go and meet with a, a group that was over there. They invited me to come, did the travel part by myself, which was nuts. You know, I should be mad at my parents today for sticking me on an airplane, flying me across the world by myself. But I'm telling you, that was a life-changing experience. And God will honor that. And you'll see some amazing things just start exploding in the hearts of your young people. Take them on a mission trip. You want to go to Honduras? Contact me. GoSurfChange.com. Love to take you guys to Honduras. You're already connected with Speed the Light. Find out where they're going. Can you take a team with them? You guys are already su supporting them. Okay, so you got to start teaching. You got to have exposure through prayer, through inviting a missionary in, and uh, through taking a missions trip. And then lastly would be giving. You guys are already doing a fundraiser, you said. Once a year you're doing this fundraiser. But are you supporting a missionary on a regular monthly basis? Like is there a missionary that your youth group has adopted that, that it's the responsibility of the kids of the youth group to send a financial gift to that missionary every single month? Monthly support for missionaries is huge. It makes such a dramatic difference. And the Bible says where your money is, there your heart is. And so if you start investing and let these kids give and invest into these missionaries, their hearts will absolutely follow. Okay, Shane, I know that was a lot, uh, but a couple more just practical ideas. Um, engage with organizations that will come alongside you and help you. So you guys are already connected with Speed the Light. Find out if they also have resources that you can use in your youth group. We at Connect Global, myself, I'm the co-founder and president of Connect Global. We have a channel here on Anchor called The Connection. We'd love for you to favorite that, listen to the content there. Um, but we can also come and help. We teach a seminar called Global Pathways. I think I mentioned that in one of the, the segments here. We could come and do a whole Global Pathways seminar at your church with your youth group, with the whole church of how to uh, really implant uh, the Great Commission and missions into the very DNA of the church and give you even more practical steps, how to you know set out an annual calendar, how to you know vet missionaries, how to plan a missions trip, all that kind of stuff. We go to Honduras uh, and then recently it's been opened up for us to start traveling into Cuba. And on all of our trips, we take teams. I'll be actually in Honduras in just under two weeks. Uh, then we've got another team going in October. We're working on our 2018 calendar right now, which will include a trip to Cuba and multiple trips to Honduras. And uh, so we take team members from churches from all over the United States and usually have multiple uh, people from multiple churches together on the same trip. If you guys wanted a trip just for your church, we could do that or just for your youth group. But if it's not, you know, as you said, if it's a smaller youth group, we could connect you guys with some of our teams that are already going, and that way the whole weight of the trip and the project or the financial burden and all that stuff is not just on one group. You guys are sharing in that, which is another great way to be very effective in missions is collaboration. So connect with a missions organization that can help you guys grow, help give you material, help come and help you with the teaching, show you how to do a missions trip, show you outlets through their organization or even other associations that they have on places to give. That can help out a lot. If we can be of any service to you whatsoever, please feel free to, free to reach out. 
Uh, my our uh, website is GoServeChange.com. I'll I'll have that here in the um, uh, in the title of this segment, so you can just click on that. GoServeChange.com. You can get a ton of information there. You can email me directly if you want. I'm Travis at GoServeChange.com. Very simple. Travis at GoServeChange.com. Would love to be of any uh, service to you that I can. I think I heard on a previous segment that you shared a couple days ago that you guys are in Alabama. We live in Tampa, Florida. We travel up through the southeast regularly. Uh, so if if you wanted us to come up to your church, come up to your youth group, share with your youth group, share at your church, whatever, anything that we can do to help service you, serve you guys and help get you more involved in missions, we will gladly, gladly do it. We are mobilizers at heart. And so I want to just affirm also that I really appreciate you asking the question, not just asking the question of me, but being willing to ask the question, I'm doing something, but how do we do more? How do we get more involved? The reality is, is that there are eight and a half billion people on the planet. Over three billion people on the planet have never heard the gospel of Jesus and do not have access to Christian television, Christian radio, a missionary, a page out of the Bible. And it's our responsibility to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. That's what Jesus left us here to do. You guys go take this message of the kingdom to everybody on the planet, to all eight and a half billion people on the planet. We've got a huge job to do and a huge responsibility. And we need more people like you, man, who's on a platform like Anchor saying, I'm going to share my faith. And how can I share it even more? So good on you, brother. Good on you for even asking the question. So... There you go. I hope that's helpful to you. I hope you're having a great day. Hope you guys had a great time at church today. If you can, if I can do anything for you, please, by all means, uh, reach out to me. You can call me. My phone number is on our website. That's actually my cell phone number. You can call me anytime. Whatever we can do to help you out, we'll be here for you. God bless you.